2: Hello and welcome back to the Out of Spec Podcast. I'm your host, Francine. I'm joined by Kyle, who you know and love. He's in a winter wonderland, but down here, we are we don't have any snow. So have you been having fun in the winter times up in Colorado?
1: Yes, and I even went on an Arctic exploration today to go see the new Cybertruck. I drove down in a blizzard. Worth it. Really fun.
2: Really? It was a blizzard.
1: Yeah, up here in Fort Collins we were getting dumped on, but down in Denver where the truck was, there was really not much not much snow action, but I was putting my Nokian winter tires to good use today.
2: Oh, that's good. Yeah, I mean, driving through and out of a blizzard for the Cybertruck, you said it was worth it and um you tweeted about it, too. so we have Walter for scale, where you can see the Cybertruck. So you went to a Tesla showroom, it looks like, but um, yeah, tell me about it, Kyle, where'd you go? How did you know that it you were able to go see it? And um, how long has this been available for viewing?
1: Well, um, yeah, so, so there's actually, I think, 11 locations at the time of this recording, Tesla sales centers that have Cybertrucks on display. And you can just go there during business hours and look at the truck. And I have uh, I have the list somewhere, and I think we should just run through them really quick. There's one in New York City. There's San Jose, California, Buena Park, California, San Diego, Tampa, Matthews, North Carolina, which is Charlotte. Miami, Chicago, Bellevue, Washington, Houston, and Littleton, Colorado, which is Denver. Uh, So really cool that there are uh, 11 locations around the country where Tesla is hosting public viewing of the new Cybertruck. And this is a vehicle, first of all, by the time this podcast goes up, it might go up a couple hours before, but we'll have a full out of spec reviews vlog style video. Us going to look at it, our first impressions. Alyssa and I drove down with Walter the Noof, and you know, we went down to go take a look at this thing, and it was really uh cool thing. So many viewers were there because of course all the enthusiasts came out to look at that. And you know, at least locally we we know a lot of people. So it was great to like see friends. We were there for a couple hours just chatting with people. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and and really had a blast looking at this truck. And so I encourage anyone uh, that that covers automotive, that tweets about things automotive to at least go see it because uh, maybe some of our audience will have noticed or realized or recognized and some people comment on it. I I haven't really talked about the Cybertruck at all. Uh, You know, it's basically like we'll see what it is when it gets there. I haven't said if I like it or dislike it. Um, You know, I haven't really talked about it because it just hasn't been a real thing. And I typically don't cover concept cars until they're very close to series production. But the model I saw today will be a customer delivered unit that was a series production truck it was vin 1208 and i don't know if that means they built 1200 of them if they're building them in sequence there was another cyber truck there their engineering truck that was vin 800 and something and so um, there were two cyber trucks we only saw one but i know some of the guys and they're like ah the engineering trucks over there and like that's cool and so that's the one that's been spotted driving around denver this one only had 50 to 20 miles on it. This had delivery mileage. It was brand new, um, but it was a really cool experience. So I got to talk to the Tesla Littleton guys all about it. And uh, yeah, check it out. And of course, made a out of spec reviews video going to look at it.
2: So what did they have to say, the folks at the showroom about the Cybertruck?
1: So much and so little. So mm-hmm. basically the way Tesla is doing it right now, we're still about a week ahead just under a week of, away from the actual delivery event which is happening in Austin, Texas and I believe Colton and I are going to go to that I, although Colton's not 100% confirmed but I'm going to be there and basically um Tesla doesn't want anyone to open the truck, look inside of the truck to talk about specs other than what's listed on the uh, you know sort of display in the showroom, which says it's built to be the world's toughest truck and it can have a payload of 2,500 pounds, which is pretty damn good and can tow 11,000 pounds, which is pretty damn good um, and some other facts and figures. But we still don't know battery capacity. We still don't know charging specs. We still don't know operating voltage. We still don't know if the split pack happens. We don't know if it's variable ratio steering at delivery or not. Um, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But I, I was asking the Tesla Littleton guys, and they were all pretty, you know, holding their information close to themselves. They, they really weren't sharing much. But mm-hmm. uh, we talked a lot about how to wash it, how to clean it. And mm-hmm. that was really interesting. So... For the display, they. Sorry, go ahead, Francie.
2: No, well, it's a different kind of material than we typically see, right? So, yeah,
1: stainless steel, but it's different than like the DeLorean stainless steel. It has more carbon in the makeup. It's like a material that we haven't really seen in automotive. It is pretty close to like a refrigerator, though. So. Looks like it. Funny. Um, so Colton's been doing a lot of research for his video. And I spoke to the detailer who prepped the Cybertruck for the display. And uh, he was a really cool guy. And, you know, we were talking about, okay, you can use pH neutral soaps. And then I guess Tesla has their own sort of waterless wash that they're branding as a Cybertruck waterless wash. But it, he said it was really streaky and you know, Maybe it was just because it was really cold outside that it just wasn't working perfectly. So I think the fallback option with this is just wipe the truck down with isopropyl alcohol. Gets all the fingerprints off, got everything good to go, and that that's pretty interesting uh, because there's no coating needed for it. It does have a really nice sheen to it when new. Uh this truck had a bunch of swirls and scratches all over the hood as well. It sounds like you can polish them. It might leave some swirl marks, like I'm not 100% sure how this is all going to work, but I think Colton's going to have actually a pretty uh, sizable business of people coming in for not paint corrections, but metal corrections and trying to get this metal to look as good as possible. So Colton's deep in the researching phase right now, getting pieces of metal in so he can experiment before he gets his first customer. And uh, it's going to be really interesting to see. But at least in terms of their prep, they were just like we used normal pH neutral soap with no uh, you know, waxes or sealants or anything in there and then they just washed it with the uh, isopropyl al- alcohol wipe down and that got rid of everything and the truck had a great finish to it uh, okay. there was a test spot where i could tell that they tried to polish it uh, in the back passenger corner, that's always the first place I look because that's where most detailers try their test spots because it's as far away from the driver's seat as possible. So it's the least likely that the driver will see it. And you can tell, okay, that kind of looked good, but it didn't look great. So I think they're going to have to, you know, work on their materials. Apparently Tesla told them not to mess with the truck. Don't do anything other than a basic wash and they're good to go. Apparently, it came really dirty from Austin uh, Mm -hmm. was what they were telling me. The wheel wells still had a little bit of dirt in there. He's like, I spent a full day pressure washing the underneath of this truck, getting the mud out of it. And it only had 15 or 20 miles on it. So it sounds like the delivery lot at Austin is just straight mud
2: yeah could be um so super interesting and i mean we have speculated about the wraps too that tesla is offering and i feel like you know all we know about the Cybertruck right now is not much like you say we can really just see the outside we don't know the details and i think personally i'm not sure if i would like the um you know, I don't know. It it does look like a fridge, but so those rafts will be fun too, um, to see what people will do there. But also, I mean, I guess this is the original style that they're going for. So anything else that like stood out for you that we're going to see probably in your video, but that, I don't know, you were surprised by yet, or we really just don't know enough.
1: Yeah. I mean, I certainly learned a little bit about the truck, got to know its intricacies a little bit. I had seen the truck twice before, so I had, I was there at the original unveil in California with my friend Brian from I One Tesla. And he and I went to the unveil. We saw when they broke the glass, we were there for the whole thing. And it was really an interesting experience because both he and I were like, what the heck, this is stupid. And then like the next day we're like, oh, I actually kind of don't mind it so much. And, mm. and he was feeling the same way. And so, so I think like, okay, everyone can judge its styling right? That's a very personal opinion. A lot of people will just out of principle, not like it because it's Tesla and it's different. I see that from the automotive community. Everyone just going, ah, it's Elon being dumb. It's Tesla being dumb. We're just going to hate on it. What I care about more than the looks, which I can get over them or I can even enjoy them because I think there's parts of this that are really cool and I love quirky and weird and interesting cars. And this is the weirdest, interesting, you know, piece of triangle you can drive down the road. Uh, What I am more interested in is what are the specs like? And so we noticed it's on Mm -hmm. 285, 65, 20 uh, all-terrain tires, OE tire Mm -hmm. from Goodyear, specifically designed to match with that uh, cover plate that goes over. It sounds like those aero covers on the wheels, the wheel caps are falling off. I mean, we've seen videos of them falling off, Mm. but just reading between the lines, it sounds like the Tesla staff's not allowed to drive them with those on, which is why all the engineering trucks no longer have Mm. those on anymore. So that might need a redesign. I'll be Mm. really interested to see what happens on Wednesday if they deliver them with those, because there's a huge gap where like snow and ice and air can get in between the tire and the, the cover. And it just seems like it would pop it off. Yeah. So that's something that we need to keep our eye on. Uh, The body fitment in terms of gaps and everything, that's more Colton's department. I really don't care so much, but looked acceptable. I wouldn't say it looked perfect. I could definitely spot issues with the rear light bar not lining up totally. If you look at that passenger door lining up to that front A-pillar crease, definitely wasn't perfect up there. But it's like, If someone delivered me this truck and I paid a lot of money for it, I would be, yeah, this is acceptable for an early build uh, and even not for an early build. I I thought this, whatever this is, if they can replicate this build quality, I don't think it's going to be much of an issue. The worst part of the build quality was actually the plastic um, wheel arches adhering to the metal uh, side body. That to me seemed to be the weakest part of the truck. Interestingly, this truck had an interior rear view mirror, which we saw another one recently that did not have one. And so I'm not sure if that's going to be an option or what happened with that situation. But this one had a frameless rear view mirror, same thing out of like a Model 3, has an interior camera. This one had the white interior where the seats are black with a white piping surround almost, and then um, a white dash and white door cards, which looked really great. But the seats were black, which is nice for wear and tear. So I actually didn't mind that. That's the interior I would go with over the mm-hmm. full black interior.
2: So you can see in through the windows, but you didn't they didn't open the doors or anything.
1: Nope. Can't open the doors. Um, sounds like that's a no-go until after the delivery event. It sounds like these trucks will be on display for the next two weeks, three weeks, something like that, at these service centers. And uh, at least our representatives at the Tesla Littleton store didn't know exactly what was going to happen with the truck, but they were under the understanding that this will eventually be delivered as an inventory vehicle, either to an employee or a customer or very something cool. like that. So yeah, very cool. I thought that was so, pretty neat.
2: Yeah. I think it's cool that they're letting everyone see it in person before the big delivery event next week. Um, you know, at these select locations across the U.S. So that'll be cool. And just, I know that Walter's big, but I've actually never met Walter. How big is this truck in person?
1: You know, I think the design makes it look bigger than it actually is. Uh, there are actual measurements somewhere. Um, it almost seems in certain areas too big and certain areas too small. So like dash, so from like steering wheel to the front bumper seems way too long. mm like, it feels like you sit pretty far back in this thing. I'm like, you just move everything forwards, especially with a relatively small front trunk, uh, at yeah. least in terms of depth that is wide. And then the bed, they wouldn't open. They wouldn't lift the tonneau cover. really hard to mm-hmm. gauge how deep that went. But it seems shorter than at least the original truck that I had seen at the unveil. And I think that original truck was also on display at the Peterson Museum, which is where I saw it the second time. And that had some real big length to it. This had an air... I I wouldn't say it's like small, it feels bigger than my Rivian. But Mm -hmm. um, again, in a showroom, it's really hard to gauge. Um, Either way, the size wouldn't be a a buying determining factor for me either way. Uh, It's not going to fit in my garage either way, because my Rivian doesn't even fit in my garage. Uh, So you know, that's, that's just is what it is. But yeah, I yeah, I don't know.
2: I don't know either. The utility, you know, it's a truck. And I think about the other trucks that are on the market in the EV space, and they seem utility focused. And I don't know if it's just that this thing looks so different, but the I can't imagine someone actually using this as their work truck.
1: See, I think there will be. There there will be so many people using this truck for so many things that we're not sure what people are going to do with them yet. But I I bet and I know there is going to be a small subset of owners that do use it for work and it'll be really interesting to watch how that plays out compared mm-hmm. to the competition. Of course, as soon as we get one, we're going to be doing the charging test, range test, towing test, hauling tests. take it to a ranch, do all the stuff we need to do with it, of course, to to properly evaluate the vehicle like we did with Lightning, like we did with Rivian. Um, how we're going to get one, I have no idea. I it, who Whichever viewer gets one first and says, you can borrow the truck, and here's how much we need to write you a check to borrow it for. That's basically how I think that's going to Go, Um, so you know. Hopefully, one of the early uh, folks who takes delivery doesn't matter where they are in the country will let us borrow it, film with it, do all the things. And we've already had a lot of offers, but it's just whoever's first, basically. So the the experience was cool. I want to touch on just roughly what the general like conversations were like around the truck because I did a lot of like just you know, kind of talking to people, also kind of listening to what other people were saying about it. Because from my side, it's always really important to know what the consumer thinks about something before I go in and review something, because I can touch on certain points. The only thing people were talking about were two topics, styling and panel Mm. gaps. Mm. Those were the only two topics, not 11,000 pound towing capacity, not zero to 60 in three point something seconds, not zero, not uh, anything that would like have to do with specs, performance, or otherwise, which leads me to believe a little bit more like you, Francie, which is it's difficult to see how this isn't just a lifestyle showpiece for many buyers. This mm-hmm. is just going to be a status symbol. It's just going to be to drive something different, it's yeah. just going to be to drive something weird. And it's cool. And and that's fine. I'm totally fine if people drive it just because it's cool. And it is cool in some people's eyes and very uncool in others. However, um, I would like to at least hope that Tesla understands where this truck needs to line up in the market. And it needs to perform. It needs to have range. It needs to have towing. Needs to have towing or range while towing. Needs to have great charging, both on 400-volt chargers and 800-volt-capable chargers. So I, my fingers are crossed that they've nailed the technical stuff here. This is really the first time we've talked about Cybertruck publicly out, out of spec. So these are sort mm-hmm. of my thoughts. And and to be totally honest on what I thought about the styling just briefly was um, really good. I think I like it. I really you like, like it. it. I know you don't like it. I really like it.
2: I mean, you know it's like whatever it, it doesn't it, it's a crazy looking truck right that's, that's part of I it. think
1: why I like it because it's so yeah. wild it's like the Lamborghini Countach of 2024
2: I see what's you know happening here why not go crazy with this truck um, but I think yeah the styling will definitely like intrigue people or push them away as it has but now we're more and more so I'm just wondering yeah how everything will kind of play out next week so we can see the exterior we don't we know a few things about you know the utilization of it and how it will tow and what it can carry and all that stuff but yeah will it hopefully it won't flop basically kind of what you're saying in terms of the bat- battery chemistry and everything and i hope that if any deliveries happens you know those wheel covers don't
1: just fall off while they're rolling up to their new owner Look with any new with any new product launch, especially any new Tesla product launch, there will be a failure or two, a fatal <laughs> flaw with these. For Model X, it was the doors. For model three, you would drive in a puddle and the bumper would fall off, uh, and the suspension was really rough. Like there's always been these, okay. You know, the first vehicles are always a bit ratty, not fully engineered. Uh, but you know, you give it a year, you give it two years, let Tesla work on some stuff. And if it really does flop, um, I, I would be really surprised because I think there's enough audience, at least to for two, three, four years of production as a style symbol, while it's interesting to at least fulfill all of the production capacity that they could make. And <laughs> we're moving around. Uh, I can, I can fix that here. Here we go. Uh, so, you know, I, I, my impression is even if it has the worst specs, even only if it has like 220 miles of range, which I'm not expecting it to, I think they're going to sell every single one they can make to the diehard fans, of which there is a surprisingly high number. Even Mm -hmm. today at the showroom, it was the first day this truck was on display, granted, but there were people walking in Oh, I wish I could remember this guy's name. He was so nice. He was viewer. He was great. But he's got the Cybertruck hat, the Cybertruck t-shirt, the Cybertruck belt buckle, and <laughs> or like the Tesla belt buckle. And he's like, hell yeah, I'm buying one of these things. I'm like, you're the perfect buyer for this truck because yes. ultimately, even if it sucks from a utility perspective, this guy is going to get a ton of joy from driving his Cybertruck around. Mm-hmm. And, and it, that's what cars are about. It's about having a unique driving experience that you can't get anywhere else that to at least some people. Is enjoyable and and this fulfills that for a certain group of people and that's why I'm so excited about it because um, it it's going to be a lot of people's first truck it's going to be a lot of people's thirtieth truck it's good people from all walks of life are interested or disinterested in this it's been a point of controversy and and I'm sure when we are able to review it the views are going to be insane. Because when yeah. we start doing a towing test between a Lightning, a Rivian, a Cybertruck, a Silverado EV, four-wide down a highway, people want to know what the heck this thing's <laughs> going to be able to do. So I'm, I am so excited uh, about it. And to be honest, even being around it today, I'm just like, you know what? The more time I spend with it, the less weird it looks, the more cool it is. I love it. So, yeah, really, really coming around to it. I think it's cool. <laughs> uh, I just want to touch on one last point, which has to do with the steering system on the truck which right. Tesla seems to be messing with the steering system, which, okay, hopefully that's engineered really well. But I've seen some videos of them moving Cybertrucks around parking lots with a variable ratio steering rack, which means it's, it's steer by wire is my guess. And they put in an input up to 90 or even 180 degrees at the most, I would think. And that would go full lock on the wheels. So it's a bit like the Lexus RZ steer by wire. With the yoke. This has sort of a squircle steering wheel, similar to the lucid gravity, actually. And um, my understanding from reading between the lines was that on the series production truck that was on display today, it didn't have that or at least it wasn't enabled, or it could be enabled through software. So I think there must be a backup physical connection that you can turn the wheels, you know, if everything were to fail, uh, with, with a normal steering rack. And then there might be a software update either at launch or in the near future to enable the steer-by-wire function. How could you tell That's just a prediction. From what um, you saw today. Ooh, I spoke to someone about how they pulled it into the showroom. And, and witnessed it being pulled into the showroom, I should say.
2: How they witnessed it being pulled into the showroom. Right. All right. Detective Kyle.
1: I don't want to get anyone fired or anything like that because it's just, you know, it's not worth it's We're so close to the launch. It's not worth getting anyone in trouble. But it's just no, no. like, okay, there are some interesting things going on with the steering system, with the rear steer system that definitely will have. I'll have my eye on it when I'm there at the delivery event, watching them maneuver them around. Super cool.
2: Yeah. So, you know, listeners, audience, if you get a Cybertruck first, and I guess it doesn't matter where you are, Kyle will be knocking at your door within probably an hour if you let him know. As,
1: As soon as someone takes delivery and says we can test it, I will cancel everything and jump on a plane and pick it up and write you a check for whatever you need for me to use it. (laughs)
2: <laughs> All right, everyone. So get ready.
1: <laughs> That's right. Uh,
2: but yeah. Super cool. I think it's really exciting. It is, and it'll be really fun to finally have it, um, to test with. I think there's a lot of fun to be had with it. And of course, to see how the delivery event goes and uh, yeah, I hope you get to, I hope, I hope Colton gets to go so we can really get an idea, uh, cause it's such a different looking vehicle. So yeah. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Are you excited about the Cybertruck? What do you think? Um, are you going to the event next week? I know it's kind of an exclusive list, but who knows? Um, but thanks for tuning into the Out of Spec podcast. Yeah, Kyle, any last words about the Cybertruck?
1: Nope. I'm, I'm going to reserve them until I'm able to drive one because I, don't, I really don't know if I love it or hate it still, but I think that's okay. Uh, ultimately, I, I just want to drive it and review it.
2: Yes, and you will soon, as will a lot of people so uh yeah keep keep your eyes peeled and we will see you next time on the out of spec podcast